You are listening to The Winning Mind Podcast. I am Letitia D'Souza. I am a mindset coach and business strategist who has helped more than 1,200 people change their lives, their relationships, their businesses, and just win in life. There's a myriad of reasons why we're not winning in life. Most people don't really play to win. They play not to lose. And what winning really means is becoming a better version of yourself each and every day. We can do this together. Hey, it's Letitia, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. Do y'all remember the show Punked? I don't know if you ever used to watch the show Punked, but I promise that sometimes I feel like my life is just like I'm on an episode of Punked. Like, could this be real? I literally sometimes be like, God, God is this a test? Because I, I think I must be failing these tests with flying colors. So let me tell y'all what I did. Let me preface this by saying, I am very particular about things. Like, I'm very particular about details. I know that about myself. I don't apologize about it. It's just it's just who I am. I like what I like, and I like things the way that I like them. So I am <laughs> updating my photos, you know, and I was preparing, looking for my outfits for the, the photo shoot. So I was like, I'm really not in the mood for shopping or doing any of this. So I was like, I reached out to the stylist and we had a um, a, a FaceTime at probably like 5 p.m. or whatever. So I told her what I was looking for. And then she was like, okay, I'll pull some pieces for you. Listen, we got on that FaceTime and this damn lady looked like she dressed in Medea. Y'all know Medea, like Tyler Perry's Medea. Ma'am, who is going to wear this? Like... So, but here's the other thing why this is important. FaceTime, my first time ever seeing her. She she didn't really inspire me from a, a fashion standpoint. So if you, if if the aesthetics of what you do and the visuals of what you do are important, like say if you're a fitness trainer or you're out of shape, that's probably going to send the the opposing message to the person or the people that you're looking to do business with. You might say it's judgmental. I'm telling you that it's just real. So from the moment that I saw her, I was like, this this fashion on this FaceTime is not looking is not looking too hot. But anyway, I digress. But the things that she pulled for me, I was like, no, I don't like that. She said, well, sometimes you have to try something that you don't like to no, I don't, I don't have to try a damn thing. I don't have to, if I'm clear, I'm 48, ma'am. I know what I like, what I don't. I know my colors, I know my tones, I know this. I just didn't want to go and do it for myself. And I was like, I am six feet tall. This looks like a tunic. That's that's gonna be way too short for me. So anyway, I was just saying to my when I looked at those outfits, I sent her some pictures, right? These are the kinds of dresses I like. Sheath dresses, this, that, with a little bit of detail, bold colors, jewel tones. I was like, I don't know how more specific that I could have gotten. Um, but anyway, that resulted in me buying two nice pairs of earrings from the style book that she chose. Uh, it, I just say to myself, like, am I too difficult to deal with? I don't believe that I'm difficult to deal with. I just believe that I'm clear. Um, when I, In many instances, when I go to look for something, I'm clear on what it is that I want. And I'm not the person, I'm not going to stop until I find the exact thing that I'm looking for. So if you're somebody who, you know, people tell me I'm difficult, I'm this, I'm that, but I'm always going to get exactly the thing that I want, the thing that I'm looking for, because I'm not going to stop until I find that. So anyway, with with those outfits, uh, yellow pleats, 
I'm like, ma'am, I'm going to look like a big bird. I'm six feet tall. Where am I going with this? So I found that to be an interesting experience. And then somebody helped me in the next couple of days find everything that I was looking for. So it ended up being a beautiful, but yet funny experience. So anyway, I've been thinking a lot about just like integrity and character. Y'all know I think a lot about a lot anyway, but a lot of times when we speak about integrity, people think about integrity being a quality of being honest or, you know, that that person is a person of integrity. Maybe they seem to have like a high moral standard, but if you really look it up, integrity, think, and, and that could be one meaning of it, just to be clear, but integrity is almost like it's, it's the state of being whole or undivided. So it's the state of being whole or undivided. If you think apple pie, remember they used to use the pie charts in math, but if you think of being like yourself, being like a pie, the state of being whole or undivided, one of the things that I recognize, just like even in having the conversation with a stylist is for me to accommodate her feelings or for me to say, oh, it's okay, that would put me out of integrity with myself when I was very clear that I did not like the things that she she um, chose and that they didn't meet my needs. So sometimes we don't recognize, we do things, we say things, we show up in ways that has us out of integrity with ourselves and we are the people who ultimately lose. We are the people who it ultimately costs. So one of the things that happen, the more you dive into and do inner work, you can really show up in the fullness of who you are without apology. Like the fullness of who you are, just like your authentic self. And I'm not even showing up in the fullness of who I am because I'm still discovering that, but I'm getting more and more authentic day by day. But do you know, I was just telling the producer, like that that, there is no greater form or feeling of freedom aside from like getting financially free, but there is no greater form or feeling of freedom than showing up and just being unapologetically who you are. Let's just think about it. How many times in a day at work or in your relationship or in different places do you like erase or modify or edit a comment or, or say something other than what it is that you're feeling authentically? How many times do you do that as a practice because you have to diminish or change or edit or modify who you are just to exist in the world with other people? What happens over time when you live your life like that? Do you not think that that doesn't take a toll on you? The fact that you are so disconnected from who you truly are, that there is a real you just waiting to be released into the world? And nobody really gets to see the beauty of that because you have to show up and play all of these different worlds, um, dif different roles. Y'all know we've been wearing masks long before COVID, right? We've been wearing masks long before then. Anytime I didn't have to wear a mask then, I didn't. And I want to be unmasked now because I am okay with people seeing the truth of who I am and, and the inconsistencies. It, the inconsistencies of, of, of who I am, like I'm really okay with seeing the people seeing the truth of that as I grow and as I evolve. But what I find is we try to package ourselves in these neat little boxes and we usually don't fit in the boxes and we're miserable as a result. Y'all, And I'm telling all this from conversations that I have with people just like behind the scenes where people feel like they can be free with me. I see sides of people that a lot of times other people don't because they won't be accepted by other people, right? So let me tell you what that's called. 
when you are hiding parts of yourself. You ever heard, you ever call somebody a hypocrite? Oh my God, they're such a hypocrite. If you're hiding parts of yourself, you're, you, my friend, are also a hypocrite. The beauty that I had when I was in ministry leadership and when I used to study the Bible day and night and night and day is that I didn't just read the Bible, but I dug into the words. What does the Hebrew mean? What does the Greek mean? What is the original translation? But if you study out the word hypocrite, it's rooted in hiddenness. Hypocrite is hiding. Like you're looking to hide something or present something in a way that is other than it actually is. Jesus never condemned sinners. He condemned hypocrites, if you if you look at it. So a lot of us are really, really guilty of hypocrisy and being out of integrity with ourselves. And at what cost? Because we haven't um, either learned who we are for real or we haven't mustered up the courage to say F it and let the world see who we are. I am not telling you by any means to just go, you know, cuss out your supervisor at work or your significant others. I'm not telling you to be unseemly and act ridiculously. But what I am saying is, what would the real you look like if you really just started to show up? I can't remember what it was. They're like, would the real you please stand up? Like, what would that really look like if the real you just really showed up and stood up, people would probably be shocked. Like people get shocked by me all the time because people think like, they think one thing of me, people put me on this pedestal and I'm like, listen, I'm going to step right down off this pedestal because listen, I, I'm I'm clear on who it is that I am. And so I'm sure that I'll probably shock you, uh, maybe offend you by some things that you may see, but they are all who I am and they are all parts of me, even the conflicting parts of me, even the shadow parts of me. It's, people just have to deal with it. Meaning when I show up authentically, it's not, it's not my job to try and fix people's inability to handle that. But I'm going to tell y'all, showing up as the real you is a lot of hard work because you have to take on off the masks, not mask uh, singular, but masks plural, and really get to the core of who you are for real. I was having a conversation with a friend and I was just like, I just have one question for you. She felt like she was at a stuck place in her life. What is it that you really want? She couldn't tell me. Because she couldn't tell me what she wanted. She was so disconnected from her desire that she couldn't even tell me what she wanted. Okay, who who are you? She doesn't know. And I'm like, okay, well, you need to start dating yourself. You need to start getting reconnected to your desire and find what turns you on in life and what makes you come alive because that's the only way. I can't tell you who you are. I can't tell you what you want, right? I can help you unmask, but you're gonna you're gonna have to do some work here. But so many of us live in the world with masks on because what would happen if people really knew who we were for real? Like if people really got the opportunity to see who we were for real, that, you know what? I know that I appear confident, but I'm not really all that confident. Like, I really struggle with my confidence or I have insecurities around this area. Like, what will happen? Because you know what happens when you start to unmask? You become more and more vulnerable. And we see in many instances vulnerability as making us weak. When vulnerability, I said this in another podcast, the place of vulnerability is one of the strongest places where you can actually be. When you hold space for yourself, you're so rooted and grounded like a tree, like the roots of a tree in who you are, right? You're you're solid in who you are. You can be vulnerable because guess what? 
Nothing is going to challenge your solidity. Nothing is going to stop you from being completely and thoroughly you. And so I'm telling y'all, we try to paint the picture of us ourselves in many instances as being something that we're not. But what happens when you do that too is that people then go to love something that you're not. What happens when they see that you're not who you painted the picture of yourself to be? The love goes away or the approval or whatever it was that you got from being inauthentically who you are. Does that make sense to you? So the the reason why I think it's a beautiful thing when people get to know the real you Because what they see is what they get. They can choose to love it or not. And those people that choose to love it, those are the people that, you know, have space in your life, that deserve to have space in your life because they know who you are and they rock with you anyway. If we don't have authentic relationships, then what are we doing? And so that's how I really feel like so many of our relationships, so many of our marriages, so many things are surfaced because if I'm not showing you who I am and you're not showing me who you are, What else could we have but a surface relationship? And so when the storms come, that relationship is built on sand. It ain't built on nothing solid. Off it goes because it's not built on anything solid. But when you are solid in yourself, another person is solid in themselves. Guess what? That foundation is solid. And so what we build is authentic and it can stand the test of time. That could be your personal, your marriage, your relationship, your business partnerships and associations. It doesn't really matter. Let me tell y'all something. For example, working with my clients, my clients entrust me with parts of themselves in many instances that are very intimate, that are private, that are things that I would never share with another person. But I hold a lot of secrets for people and they allow me to see the parts of them that they would never show to other people in the world because they just don't feel like they would be accepted and they're probably right. But why would they unmask themselves and allow me to see them? Because guess what? They're safe. Their secrets are safe with me. They're going to be protected and I can accept them exactly as they are. I accept them. I see them. I choose to rock with them anyway. And so those relationships are solid and they're built on something that's not surface. Does that make sense? Listen, at this stage, not at this age, but at this stage, if it ain't real, if it ain't solid, I don't want it. If it's not real, if it's not solid, it's just built on some surface shit. I don't want it because I'm not a surface person. So I don't understand how people who have, I said this probably in another podcast, 100-gallon capacity are at 10-gallon relationships and you're just in surface things, right? Now, what that has to do with showing up authentically, I can't remember, but my whole point is like, I just love it when I have real conversations with people. We don't have to agree. We don't have to think alike. We can be on opposite ends of the spectrum about everything. But if this is who you are for real, and this is the real you, I can accept it and I can respect it when I can see the real you. And I just don't know what stops people from being who they really are with the exception of our, y'all know I'm always going back here, our childhood wounds. This is where the authentic expression of self is really killed, right? In our childhood wounds. When how we are showing up and expressing ourselves, our parents feel like they have the answers. And so either that expression, it doesn't meet with their ideas or ideals of who we're going to be, 
And so they are going to redirect us or try and conform us to an image that is not God's image for us. And so kids learn very early on that who they are authentically is not okay. And I said this in another podcast. That's how we start taking on all of these other roles to get our needs met. We become people pleasers. We just, you know, become compliant and just go with the flows of life. And we really can go to our death, to our graves, if you will, if you go into a grave, but to our deathbeds or however you're going to die. Y'all know what I mean. Not knowing who we are, I feel like that's the biggest, that would be the biggest failure in my life if I didn't know who I was, because I feel like a lot of it is just unlearning and remembering, just discovering who you are. It's already in you. You're not discovering a new person. It's new to you because maybe you don't know who it is, or maybe you've been so disconnected that it feels unfamiliar and foreign, but who you are, the real you, the authentic you, the beautiful you, God's handiwork, the one that's been made and designed by God for full expression in the world is right on the inside of you right now. And even though your childhood experiences may have hindered that, it's not too late. It's never too late. You can come back from anything. You can come back from trauma. You can come back from woundedness. You can come back from rejection. You can come back from abandonment. You can come back from hurt. You can come back from anything. Your spirit is that powerful, but it requires like you to choose that. It requires you to choose that instead of just settling for just being, you know, whatever role it is that you need to play. Like, Oh, man, my friend told me the other day, she was like, I was telling her something about, I was listening to my coach's podcast, my former coach anyway, and he was talking about just like the power of the subconscious mind and how it's so powerful and we don't recognize it. And I was telling her this and she said, yeah, it's it's the definition of insanity. And I said, what? She said, you know, doing the same thing over and over, looking to get a different result. And I said, but if it's done unconsciously, I said, then technically, then a lot of us might be unconsciously crazy or unconsciously insane. She was like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so a lot of us might be unconsciously masked or unconsciously hidden, right? Unconsciously playing roles, unconsciously out of integrity with ourselves because we are not whole and undivided. We are, you get a piece of me over here where this is acceptable. You get this part of me that is acceptable. We're not whole and undivided. We're scattered. When you are scattered, you're going to be out of integrity with yourself, right? So I'm just saying, let's bring them pieces of the pie back in. Let's be people of integrity with ourselves because the more you learn about yourself, the more you can express your authentic self, the more um, you can be in integrity with yourself. I can immediately feel when I make a decision or when I say or when I do something that is just out of integrity with who I am in my core, like I can feel it. It almost feels like a gut punch. I probably could not feel it as readily if I haven't spent so much time learning who I was at the core in the first place, I'm not talking about my ego's identity and the in the ego and who that that identity that I became attached to to protect myself. But I'm talking about who I am at my core, and the two are very very different people. So I can feel when I'm out of integrity with myself. If I say something, if I do it, it'll it'll ride on me so much that I'll be like, okay, I I I got to fix this. Like I got to do something different. That's how powerful the conviction of personal integrity is with me because I've spent so much time cultivating that. Although we all have different sides of ourselves, it's, it's kind of like one of those 
what you see is what you get. Some some things about me, they're just they're just not going to change because they really are authentically who I am, right? So you don't have to apologize about who you are authentically to other people. That's the other thing, the authentic expression of yourself. Now, listen, when people authentically express themselves, other people have a fit. How dare you do that? How dare you wear that? How dare you, how dare you say that like that? Because... People's authentic expression of themselves sometimes feels threatening to other people. How are you threatened by me being me? What what does that do to you? How does that affect you? How does that diminish you by me being me? Help me understand that. And so we want to silence other people's authentic expression because we're not fully expressed ourselves, right? We, We don't want other people to be authentically expressive Especially, too, if their come from place is different than where we come from. Like, my daughter was having a conversation with my dad recently. Um, and, my, and my dad is like this, this really strong, domineering, dominating personality. But in their conversation, he was just like, you remind me so much of your mother. That wasn't a compliment, right? That wasn't a compliment. What, what that means is that she is a thinking person. She has her own mind. She makes she's not easily swayed by strong opinions and she makes up her mind to do something and that is exactly what she's going to do. I am the same way. So times in times where my father and I might have rifts or get into it, he would always say things like, "Who do you think you are? You're arrogant or you're this or you're that because guess what? The authentic expression of my strength the authentic expression of me asserting a boundary somehow posed a threat or somehow made him uncomfortable in a way so that he kind of he kind of lashed out, right? So I've been called arrogant. I've been called all of those things. Now, this is not to bash him. I'm just giving you an example that just came up, like um, just, just came up to my mind. Your, the authentic expression of yourself will cause problems and it might cause challenges. It might cause some relationships to be removed from your life. But what what is it costing you though not to authentically express yourself? I would rather lose relationships than lose myself. I would rather lose relationships than lose the one that I have with myself. I would rather lose relationships than not know who it is that I actually am in relationship to myself. Does, does that make sense? I, I think it's, it's just like you, you got to weigh it out. You, you show up as you have been showing up in life and you get a false sense of approval by wearing all the masks, right? Or you learn who you are for real and you show up for real and your fans, your friends might be few in number, right? But they are real and everything around you is solid because you are solid and you're building everything from a solid place. Listen, I work with people. They are showing up with masks. They're building teams with masks. And so they're building businesses with masks. And anything that you build and you are masked, you are building a prison. You are building a prison. You are building a prison, people. And so some of us feel imprisoned in relationships and in things that we've built because we haven't built it from an authentic place. The best thing you could ever be is truly yourself. And the people that I've said this before, the people that are going to rock with you, they're going to rock with you. I have people that love them some me. I do. I have people that can't stand the sight of me. I do. You know, they say, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. <laughs> I'm being silly, but 
I don't even care about that. I'm not concerned about the people that don't like me or the people that just don't mess with me, right? That's really okay. They have every right to be in that space because the authentic expression of my of, of who I am is bothersome to them. That just comes with the territory. But the people that mess with me, the people that rock with me, the people that love me, they do so for real, right? They know that what they see is what they get. They get a consistent experience with me. I am who I am. Really, that doesn't mean that and when I say I am who I am, it doesn't mean that I'm not growing, evolving and changing. But the core of me is who I am because I have done enough work so that I am showing up in integrity. Does, does that make sense? Coming full circle, being in integrity at 48. Listen, I, I've lived way too long. I don't think 48 is old by any means, but I lived way too long to not be in integrity with myself at this stage of the game, to really hide parts of myself, to try and get approval or to try it, to get to try and get anything when I can get everything that I need by showing up and being me. When I have conversations with people, potential clients, I don't, I don't hide who it is that I am so that I can get their business. I don't. Cause I'm gonna have to keep on that mask. I'm just not going to go through life being masked. You know what happens when you're masked? You're muffled. Think about when you're wearing them, them COVID masks, you're muffled. What you say? You're not clear. There's no clarity. You're muffled. Your voice is muffled when you're in a mask. Your appearance is muffled when you're in a mask. We cannot see and identify the real you when you're masked, right? So let's take off the mask. Let's let, let's, let's let people see who we are for real. Let's discover who we are for real ourselves, bring ourselves into the world, and let people deal with it. You just might be surprised at the love, the connection, the authentic relationships that you find, and just how many people there are who are for you, who will accept you just as you are. I have some beautiful, some beautiful souls that are in my life that I'm so grateful for these people being in my life. And with each and every one of these people, I am just completely myself. I don't think twice. I can show up and I can just be who I am. If I'm having a good day, if I'm having a bad day, if I feel depressed, if I feel lonely, if I feel down in the dumps, if I feel high on the horse, however it is that I'm showing up, guess what? They have the capacity to love me just as I am. And I have that same capacity. But remember, that capacity had to start with me first. So when you start and you give this to yourself first, you will start to attract. You know, they say water seeks its own level. This is my level. And so I'm not only seeking my own level, but I'm attracting at my own level. So the more that I do this work and show up authentically, the more that I attract authenticity into my life. So now, you know, I do life audits on a regular basis. All the relationships that just weren't weren't built on authenticity or maybe I've grown and evolved from, guess what? Sometimes they just have to be moved and removed and it's really okay to make room for the more authentic version of who you've become. It's really okay. You live, you learn, you love, okay? Have a beautiful day. And I just want to invite you to consider if you pondered anything, how can I show up as more of myself today? What might that look like? Are there conversations that I need to have, right? Are there things that I need to do, actions that I need to take that are really a fuller expression of who I am? And then I'm going to take off this damn mask. That's my question for you. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Let me know what you come up with.